Hello and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. We hope everybody out there is doing really well. It's a little bit of a fresh morning here in Colorado Springs, but they say it's going to get warmer and that's what we look forward to. Absolutely. You know, a little bit of sunshine makes us happy. Mm-hmm. And speaking of happy, <laughs> no, actually, you know, one of the things we were talking about is laughter and do people laugh enough? Do you think? Not hardly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I really start thinking about that, you know, and one of the things I love and I always tell you is I always love in my therapy sessions when I laugh with my clients. Mm-hmm. It really does something. I feel not just for me, but for them. Right. And you know, when they say laughter is the best medicine, mm-hmm. you start to under I feel like you start to understand that. Yeah. I think so, too. And I think that I've even read different people that when they have illnesses and things like that, that if they focus on humor and things like that, I think it can alleviate some of the, I don't know, physical pain, but maybe take some of the charge out of, you know, whatever you're dealing with. You know, we were talking earlier and I was telling you one of the things that I had read about Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner is that when Gilda Radner got the ovarian cancer, Gene Wilder went out and got as many funny movies as he could. Mm-hmm. And they just sat and watched him and laughed. I think laughter can heal, even physically. But even when it can't heal physically, I really do think that it heals us mentally. It takes us to a different place, I feel. So maybe it helps to heal the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is really important as well. Yeah, Well, you figure anything that you can incorporate humor into, that's going to be a benefit to you. You may be struggling with something that's hard, but isn't it nice when you can take the mind away from that for a little bit, give yourself a little bit of space and laugh at something? And, you know, when I would do uh, stuff with biofeedback, you can use breath. And so when we do this machine, we had did this beautiful graphics and things like that. And I would work with young kids with it and, you know, they would be there. They couldn't get the breath right, that inhale and exhale, because you have to calm yourself down, you know. But then one of them started laughing about something and he started moving through the levels because laughter has that ability too, as our breath does. You know, because when you laugh, when you do those belly laughs, that air, you're moving everything well, we know it has a physical impact. We have, I mean, I've read several articles that talk about how laughter has, that laughter and joy brings that benefit to the body in a way that like lowering blood pressure and things like that. So yeah, I think that they have demonstrated that, that it's definitely beneficial for those kind of things. And at the end of the day, it just feels really good. Exactly. And we've had lots of things to laugh about. So that's, that's wonderful. Oh, my God. And I think what's really great is when we can go back and and you can relive it and you still laugh about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is something about that that's just amazing. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's you got to kind of laugh at yourself. Even at first, you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really a hard thing to learn sometimes for people. But not taking yourself so seriously and being able to laugh at yourself is huge. It helps you to accept yourself, I think, where you're at. You know, we all have flaws and those things. But if you can laugh at yourself, too, it's really a breath of fresh air. Well, not only, I think, is it a breath of fresh air, but it takes the sting off of whatever. Well, that's true. Well, come on. You know, when you biff it. I was thinking about when (laughs) we were in um, 
Mata Vista and we had gone out to, <laughs> she's already laughing, <laughs> when we went out to dinner with your mom and brother. And it was, oh, oh it was God. winter. <laughs> I thought the story was going to be about me biffing it and I wasn't ready, prepared to laugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I know which one you're talking about now. When we were at the restaurant in Monty and you were going out the door and it was all icy outside and you went down first, right? Yeah, and your brother tried to help me, which didn't help at all because he actually came up behind me and kicked me in the ass and made me even go further. Yeah. And it took you and your mom a minute to even assist us because you were both doing what? Laughing. Yes, you were laughing. But the cool thing was, is David and I were laughing just as much as you two. Yeah, well, he slid right into the back of you, and it was like you guys just went sprawling on the ice. So it was pretty funny. (laughs) And once again, those are those things that I'm sure I looked ridiculous to anybody who was watching. I promise you did. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the cool thing, is that you just laugh about it. And how many of you out there have fallen And the first thing you do is you jump up real fast and look around to make sure nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. I remember one of my professors told me this story, you know, back in the day when you would go buy the newspaper out of the newspaper machine. Mm -hmm. Well, he always had a long jacket on. That was one of his trademarks, I guess. Anyway, he goes, he opens it up, he gets his newspaper, and as he's walking away, his coat stays stuck in the newspaper thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. So he kind of goes down, but he jumps back up right away, of course, and he puts, you know, gets another quarter, puts it in, gets his coat. (laughs) And as he's walking away, he hears somebody knocking, and he looks over, and the people that were in the security building had been watching him this whole time. And what I thought was really cool is each one of them had put a number like, oh, that was a perfect 10. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he said, you just had a laugh about it. Right. And this professor, he was a psychology professor. He often talked about the importance and value of laughter. Mm -hmm. And I love that. How many of us learn better when we're laughing? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to learn through humility. (laughs) (laughs) Like in his case. Or the time that I was really in a hurry to get to college. And because I had like a paper due and I was like running out the door and it was freezing cold. So I had my big coat on, which had Velcro on the outside and I'm headed out the door and somehow as I'm going out the door my brass hook gets caught on my velcro as I'm getting ready to go out and I have this bra hanging from my coat as I'm going out the door (laughs) thank god I realized it before I actually got to class (laughs) oh that would have been a story for people to talk about right dang those things happen (laughs) the fun of it (laughs) I think they're embarrassing or they or we view that as embarrassing. But I think sometimes it's more just laughing about that kind of crap. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how funny I would have thought it was if I had walked into class with it (laughs) hanging there. But (laughs) no, but everybody else. (laughs) Right. A moment to remember. You would have been the entertainment for the hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how fun. But, you know, I think there are those things when you you look at them, you know, and A lot of times, like I said, you know, you laugh at yourself and stuff like that. But it's funny, even in those moments. And then, like I said, later on, they're, you know, they're just as funny. You and your little Ford hatchback. Mm -hmm. My little Ford Aspire. Yeah. Sometimes the hatchback didn't work quite the way it should. (laughs) 
Well, it had, it would stay up once you got it pushed up, but it was super heavy, like to get it into that open position where it would stay. <laughs> so we had went to get some dog food for our dog, Sassy, and she was a bigger dog. So the really bigger bags, the biggest bag you can find. So I'm carrying it out and get to the car and I go to <laughs> put the bag in the car. Well, the stupid hatchback did not lock. So it comes down, kind of grazes me on the head. So therefore I pull back and you know, now I have this 50 pound pack of dog food. And you actually made that sound a little more elegant than it was because <laughs> the hatchback was not all the way up and you smacked your forehead on it and the bag of dog poo- food almost landed on top of you. It was hilarious. Did she assist me at all as this was happening? Did she go to try to hold up the hatchback? No, I was doubled over in the Walmart parking lot laughing. (laughs) (laughs) See what I mean, people? We don't even assist because maybe it's because we need that good belly laugh. (laughs) You know, I don't know what it is. But I think it's important for us to always find those moments to laugh. Every single day, we should be laughing about something. Yeah. A few minutes before we start, Christy was in kind of just a mood, you know? And so I asked, I said, well... When did it start? <laughs> I don't know. And so what did I go to? A line from a movie that we really like. Well, when did that happen? I don't know. Somewhere between my shirt and my pants. <laughs> so <laughs> He's being having a fitting. So, yeah. So we use a lot of lines from movies, too. I think there's just so many different ways to bring that laughter into our conversations or into our days and Of course, we have those friends that we just laugh with more and more than any other other ones. Yeah, I mean, and and it's kind of fun because those things help you to shift in, I think, just a short amount of time. So it's really cool when you can do something like that. And and we do that often. We use lines from movies all the time, especially funny lines. Or we hear somebody and it's the tone in which they say it sounds exactly like a line from a movie (laughs) and... We'll just both look at each other and laugh because we know. <laughs> we know what that means. Yeah. Our friend June, who uh, we've had on, whatever reason, we're with her and we will laugh and laugh. But we used to like to mess with them. So one year, her daughter was very young and, you know, still believed in Santa Claus. So we get Christy's brother to dress up as Santa Claus and we tell our neighbor, you got to leave the door open. So we're going to do this. We're going to do this right. So, of course, they leave out milk and cookies for Santa. And he has little bell. We put little bells on this thing so he jingles, you know, when he walks. So he's got his fake beard on. He goes over there. And I'm the backup. I'm the one directing to make sure everything's going okay. And it's so cute because he gets in there. And uh, the daughter, well, why isn't he coming down the chimney? We're using the door. Because, I don't know, they had a fire going. You know, it's Christmas. You don't want to burn Santa. In he goes, and you can hear oh, her eyes get big, and she tells mom, oh, my God, somebody's in here. And, of course, Jean, oh, do you think it's Santa? <laughs> yes. So they get up, and they are watching him. So, of course, he goes over there, and he's going to walk away, and I'm over there. Eat the cookie. Eat the cookie. <laughs> but Santa doesn't eat the cookie. So he goes, <laughs> takes a bite of this cookie. Well, in the process of biting this cookie, half the beard goes in his mouth. He's gagging, choking, 
trying to get out of the house as fast as he can. He's coming out, spinning out cookies, shuts the door. And I says, but you have to say into all a good night. And he's trying to do this. He's just ho, ho, ho and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> trying to do this through a mouthful of beard. Yeah. He gets back over to our house and he's just spitting out beard and cookie. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but we were laughing so hard. Yeah. And she did call her grandma and tell her in the middle of the night and woke her up, told her that Santa had come. <laughs> yeah. We didn't tell her for a hot minute that it wasn't true. Mm-mm. But it was fun. Everybody was involved, and it was just a really fun time. And we would mess with them so much. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. they enjoyed having us as neighbors. <laughs> I enjoyed having. I enjoyed it. I thought <laughs> we were great fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, we would just do crazy things like that, and you know, it was always just about laughing. And that's the great thing about it. You create those moments with the people that you love and care about, and that you can go and revisit those times and talk about it and sometimes laugh just as hard as you did when it happened. You know, when I uh, got meningitis, it wasn't funny at the time. There was nothing humorous about it. But, oh, my God, when we talk about it now, because I am serious, June and Christy in a crisis, I realized at that point was not a good combination. (laughs) I already knew that. (laughs) No, neither one of them did it well. June... (laughs) June can't look at anybody that looks dead, as she says. <laughs> if they've passed out and they're looking dead, she ain't doing that. <laughs> She's out of there. She's not going to provide assistance. <laughs> so I'm really out of it. So Christy leaves me on the couch, goes outside. Of course, June's mowing her yard with her boots on, you know, and her shorts. I'm telling you, looking really classy. And her headband on. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the headband. <laughs> oh, man. What a look, huh? Yeah. Anyway, so... She sees Christy, realizes something's wrong, turns off the thing, and Chris, she tells you what? Is everything okay? Because I was out there with the dog, and she's like, is everything okay? Because I, I looked all upset, and I was like, no, Sharon's not really responding. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we run back in the house. It wasn't that at that point you weren't responding. There was a second there that you kind of weren't. But then you were like grunting and not really saying what you wanted to do. We were like, should we call the ambulance? And yeah, I. So the only time I would respond was to say no. <laughs> Which, just so you know, I didn't know what I was saying no to. But they were listening to the sick person. <laughs> They're like, you know, and instead of Christy calling the ambulance, we called the neighbor. <laughs> well, first she called the hospital. Yes, I did call the hospital, and they're like, you need to call the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) And that wasn't fast enough. So, of course, our neighbor, who was an EMT, June calls him, and out down he comes and goes, oh, no, we need an ambulance. (laughs) And then I'm in my nightshirt, and so June's there. She's so sweet. Let me give privacy. Who cares that Christy couldn't barely get my pants on? (laughs) June's there. Oh, what was I thinking? Why was I giving privacy? This was an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how you, I mean, you don't know how you'll react in a situation like that. But, <laughs> but yeah, we, we went into panic mode. <laughs> but what's fun is we can laugh at it now. We can, even though it was a very serious situation, yeah. we can laugh about it just because of the antics of these two in a crisis situation was, I'm not sure how to feel about it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like I said, fun times. And like I said, with June, June is, June and 
Christy, I think, hates any kind of bug. They do not do bugs. Period. (laughs) At all. So June had broken her arm, poor baby. And so she couldn't really use it. It was all casted in kind of in a weird position. And we were out when we had a barbecue or something. So I had given her a plate or she was holding a plate. But, you know, she couldn't do any. And I'm standing there talking to her. Well, all of a sudden her eyes start getting big. And I'm thinking, why are her eyes getting big? And she says, what's on me? And I turn around and here's Christy slowly. Okay, maybe not slowly. <laughs> I was already backing away because I had seen it right away. And June knew that I, there she had to have something on her because I was freaking out and starting to back up. She had a spider on her. Big old spider on the front of her. <laughs> and she looks at me and she tells me, get it off. Get it off. Get it off. I said, but June, it's on your personals. You told me I could never touch your personals. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, this is the only time I would have given you permission. Touch my personals. <laughs> get it off. <laughs> you know? And so here I am. So I get a stick. (laughs) Take the bug off of her. But that's how we are. That's one of the things that I love about this relationship with June is that no matter when we get together, we will laugh. Yeah, absolutely. I always feel that way, too, about my friend Faith. Mm. I mean, I don't get to see her that often. She lives back in Illinois where I'm from. And, but anytime we get together, oh my God, we laugh so hard. It was really nice to meet her because she has an amazing sense of humor. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, I, hopefully while you guys were sitting here listening to us, the millions and millions. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> is that you start thinking about those relationships that you have that really do, you have a lot of that laughter with. Mm-hmm. I think that is so important. Heather and I. Definitely. Oh, my God, Tammy. Because I just like to mess with Tammy. (laughs) And those people that you can have that with and you share that laughter with, those wonderful times, those, I think, invest the time in that. And, you know, I come from a family. I come from a very big family. And my family, they have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And that's such a cool thing. And there was a lot of laughter growing up. And and even into our adulthood, a lot of laughter. My sister Alice and us would get into some shenanigans. (laughs) You know, I'm telling you when, uh, once again, you know, Christine or Bugs. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say. We were doing some work for my dad, loaded up that pickup with some stuff. We were cleaning out stuff. and Cleaning out the cellar. It was all full of webs and everything. See what I mean? She's going to a negative place here, people. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was really funny because we get it loaded up and then dad says, take it to the dump. And I'm like, okay. So we're driving down the road and all of a sudden Christy is freaking out. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the middle in the pickup. Sharon's driving and her sister was on the other side of me. And I felt something in my bra and it was <laughs> a worm. It was moving. <laughs> it was moving. And I was freaking out. So I'm like trying to push her sister out of the vehicle. I'm like, you got to get out. You know, I'm in the standard. So, you know, you, you got to slow down and you got to down. You know, I'm trying to downshift and everything to pull over. So my sister opens the door as I slow down. But, you know, I'm still moving at a pretty fast pace here. <laughs> I'm like, get out. And she's, the ground is moving too fast. <laughs> 
Yeah, so she's finally stopped. I'm pushing her out. I'm out on the side of the road, throwing my clothes off. <laughs> We're looking at her like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But we knew it was a bug. But I swear, if you can see my sister, her eyes were big because she's trying to get out of, you know, she already has her door open. but And she's got her, you know, when you got your foot down, she's trying mm-hmm. to get out. And I'm telling you, I was going too fast for that. That would have really hurt my sister a little bit. But in those moments, when it comes to bugs. They go into panic mode. She does. <laughs> she goes into panic mode and there's no, there's no stopping it. So we always laugh. But not at the moment because, you know, because of her phobia <laughs> of them, we have to wait till it passes a little, then we can laugh at it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things that, like I said, and of course our friend Sandra, she's another one. I swear when we were in, uh, was it Germany? No, no, it was Holland when the bus about hit us. It was in Germany where was, you okay. almost got hit by the bus, yes. <laughs> You guys were standing on the cobblestone, which just looked like it was a part of the sidewalk, but it wasn't. Okay, just so you know, there's not, you know how we have lines here that tells you where cars go? They didn't. (laughs) And Sandra and I are doing the sightseeing things. We're taking pictures. Not looking. They were both facing me, and here comes the big bus right up behind them. And I'm like, bus? (laughs) They turned, and their eyes were huge because it was right in their face, and they had to jump out of the way. Yeah. It was so close to hitting us. And, you know, you could feel it. You know, when we turned and looked, you could, okay, it was very big. I'm sure you felt the breeze. (laughs) (laughs) And here's Sandra and I, we run out of the way. And, I mean, we are just laughing so hard, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had a lot of laughs in Europe. Yeah. And we do with Sandra. We, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember if it was Vegas or where we were at that we were getting, she was getting off the van. I was in Mexico (laughs) getting off the van to let somebody else out. She was there, and all of a sudden, she wasn't. I didn't know where she had gone. Christy, where'd Sandra go? We both look, and she pops back up like, yeah, like a little jack in the box. Fell out of the van. <laughs> right back up. So, yeah. We laugh a lot with Sandra, too, because there's always some funny stuff going on with us, you know. But And, of course, uh, I was saying my friend Tammy. I'm telling you, that girl, I don't know why. I don't know. Well, maybe she doesn't trust me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> With good reason, no doubt. <laughs> okay, so I told her to smoke a cigarette, and I mean a cigar and inhale. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, she was sicker than a dog. Mm-hmm. I thought she knew better. <laughs> Obviously not. I think she's still holding it against me. <laughs> she was turning off shades of green, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she was. Yeah, you know, fast forward 30 years and we're still friends. Go figure. Exactly. But those are the things, you know, it's finding those moments and it's watching those movies. You know, that's another big thing we are, you know. And in fact, we went and rewatched uh, Stuber the other night because. If you have not seen Stuber with. Uh, uh, Dave Batista. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That movie is funny. And sometimes it's just nice to put something like that on because, you know, you watch so much serious stuff or, you know, I mean. And we love a lot of paranormal stuff, so we watch a lot of that. To throw something else in there and kind of take a break and laugh. Oh, I know. And the and the movie we were talking about with uh, Between My Shirt and My Pants is a movie that Sylvester Stallone actually did called Oscar. Yeah, it was like back in the 90s. Yeah, so it's an older movie, but he, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's another one that's just, it's got really neat uh, comedy to it. It does. You know, 
So finding those movies, I was trying to think of movies that we also, you know, say are funny. It's hard for us sometimes to find those funny movies, though. Yeah, I don't think that I get into some of the newer comedy that a lot of people like nowadays. I don't know. It's changed a little bit. I, I usually tend to like some of the older stuff. I would say, though, Stuber, that's not a very old movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, though. I tend to like, I think, some of the older ones as far as comedy. You know, every once in a while, if we were having a rough day or whatever, we would throw the Golden Girls on. Mm-hmm. Just because, to me, it was so interesting to to see that caliber of acting because so much was conveyed through a look. Yeah, facial expression was huge. I mean, it told a story, man. It did. And who could tell us? Oh, Rose. We have our Rose. That's Kathy Weber. And when I'm telling you this, y'all, I'm kidding, because she'll be talking about Missouri, and so we'll sit there and we'll say, oh, you mean back in St. Olaf? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're some of the funny. <laughs> yeah. But she will get into some of the most funny predicaments. Mm-hmm. Man, it f- cracks us up. Yeah. So when Kathy Weber's another one, just to be around her, her, some, oh, my goodness, her antics. Some of the stories she tells and predicaments she gets into, oh, my gosh. And even sometimes when we're talking to her and we're there like, you don't get what we're saying to you. (laughs) (laughs) And we always give her a hard time because we always tell her to take her to the San Luis Valley. And she's there like, nope. Yeah, she's not into that. She is chicken. She's afraid she'll get abducted, I think. (laughs) Well, there are some strange happenings in the valley. (laughs) Yeah, let's try to convince her she was abducted. (laughs) (laughs) I bet we could. (laughs) Once again, just really those people and like I said and you can encounter them anywhere Mm -hmm. you know when we travel we can run into people who are just funny Mm -hmm. you know and and I think those are the things that are important is you know like I said my siblings the same thing when we start talking about stuff or you know we had a, a friend over Lori we laugh with her too and just playing games with her and my sister and her son, and just how much we can laugh. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. We Nobody takes anything seriously. And it doesn't matter if it's on politics or whatever it is. We are there to enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to give focus to those moments where that you can, you know, laugh with those that you care about and just, you know, feel that feeling, be in that moment. Exactly. And I think that, I don't know why we we move away from laughter. You know, I mean, I don't know if we feel like we have to be so serious anymore. I think there is so much we feel like is so serious in life. And, you know, we don't we don't give ourselves that time to back away from it and, and just enjoy those moments. You know, I remember when my uncle passed away, we were in the church. And my uncle could be a little turd, and we would always have fun. I mean, he had a wonderful sense of humor and things like that. We were in the back of the church, me and my siblings, you know. I don't know, it's probably rosary or something, you know, whatever it was that night. It must have been a rosary. Anyway, we're in the back of the church, and we're talking about some of the antics. Well, we start laughing because it was funny. <laughs> Not so much did the priest. Mm. He came back. He came down, and he reprimanded oh, us. I and I thought... He's reprimanding us for laughing. (laughs) If he only knew the story. (laughs) There's a time and place for everything. (laughs) That apparently was not it. (laughs) 
I know, but you know, when you're doing that, and I don't know, maybe sometimes that's even part of a grief process is you remember those funny times as well. Oh, yeah. Not everything is so serious. Yeah. My mom and dad one day are talking and they're going back and forth and Christy and I are there and mom's trying to remember the name of somebody. (laughs) Yes. And your dad would just throw random names out there because he just, you know, I don't know. He was just messing with her. So he, she's like there really trying to think of somebody's name. And he's like, Fanny. Can't Fanny, she says. <laughs> she's all mad at him. She knows that, that he knows that ain't it. <laughs> if, the, if he could aggravate her, he he would get such a kick out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I'm fortunate because I come from, my dad had a wonderful sense of humor, as, as did my mom. But my dad would he would do things like that just to get a rise out of her. And that was always so funny to us, you know. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I always loved about and one of the memories that I cherish most about my relationship with my great-grandma. We laughed all the time. She the one with the teeth. Yeah, she would take (laughs) her teeth out and she would sing this commercial. It was with from an old song, uh, Bill Bailey, Come Home. She would sing that without her teeth, and oh my god, it was. Did it too sound funny? funny. Oh yeah, it sounded hilarious. And she would laugh because Can we would laugh. It? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. You have to take your teeth out first. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to get that little These bit of a teeth ain't coming out. <laughs> See how she is. But I know. I mean, those are kind of those funny things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your mom has a good sense of humor. She does, yeah. She laughed so hard because um, we had you had taken the book. Uh, what was it? Strange. It was like strange um, haunted stories of Colorado, Colorado or something. Yeah, yeah. She was. She laughed her head off because of one of the stories that I had told her in there about this man that had written a letter back home to his spouse. He'd write every day. He'd write every day, yeah. And so he would pause in the middle and say, I gotta go eat dinner and come back and want to finish the letter. And she just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and sometimes do you find that sometimes even if something's not funny, mm-hmm. it's when somebody else laughs mm-hmm. that it's infectious. Yeah. Little, little kids who laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I hear a baby laugh. It's contagious because you just, it sounds so cute. Well, because I think it's coming from that place of pure, happy, joy, joy energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, I love that. And I mean, who doesn't let, well, okay, I'm not going to say. There's probably people out there who don't like the sound of baby laughing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For us, we can, you know, do that. And you like the, she can sit and watch this video of the little girl with her little dressed all cute in the toilet paper. <laughs> Is this poo? <laughs> yeah, there's been some really funny ones on. And, you know, sometimes it's nice. You know, we talk about social media and stuff like that. But sometimes when in social media, when you can see some of that stuff that is funny, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that they have that stuff out there. I think that's one of the reasons that probably like reels and, and stories and stuff like that are are really popular too because maybe it is that half a second timeout that people do take to to just laugh at some of that ridiculous stuff. So I mean that's probably one way that people incorporate that in. Well, and it's those people who aren't afraid to put themselves out there 
in order to make somebody laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Maybe some of you are out there who who do that, who are willing to put yourself out there to make people laugh and stuff like that. You know, and that's always a fun thing. We met up with, uh, ran into my cousins this last week, hadn't seen them in a very long time, and just laughed with them. Oh, yeah. We always have a great time with them. Yeah. And the, the, if you get those moments, I always tell people, take the moment, be present in that moment. Just enjoy. I mean, I think about people, too, that do stuff like have the courage to get up like as stand-up comedians and stuff like that. I have no idea how they do that. I'm not big into stand-up comedians, although there are certain ones that I love. Fluffy! Fluffy, of course. Oh, my God. We went and watched him at the Broadmoor World Arena. Mm -hmm. We laughed nonstop. If you have not seen Fluffy, which I don't know who hasn't, I mean, but if you have not seen Fluffy, go watch some of his stuff on YouTube. He is phenomenal. The voices, the sounds, he is just so funny. Yeah. But it takes a lot of courage to get up there and do something like that. I can't even imagine. (laughs) No, that would not be our forte. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be too much pressure. I know. And then do you ever think, how do they keep coming up with material? But then you think to yourself, life is happening all the time. And there's always, when you look at it, it really is funny. Uh Oh, my God. Got to tell you the story. We're in the Aurora Mall one day and we're walking by and they're giving massages. You know, and they just put you on the little massage chair and you lean in and, you know, they massage your back. And we look at each other and we're like, you know, we, we deserve this. My goodness, we work hard. Let's go get a little chair massage, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> but we can at least laugh about it now because, oh, my God. We couldn't. We got the beating of our lives. And we're not saying that jokingly. They were... I mean, just pounding on us, on your calves, I, yeah. on your... <laughs> I can hear this vibration and banging, and I look over, and the same thing's happening to Sharon that's <laughs> happening to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are they doing? And just, you know, cramming their fingers in my ears and... Okay, they did not do, <laughs> <laughs> do that to Beating me. on my legs and my back, and oh, my God. There was nothing <laughs> pleasant about Nothing. This. And I, when I got up out of that chair and went to the register, I felt like such a fool for paying for and a tipping <laughs> for a beating. And then you should have seen when we turned around and the people who were standing <laughs> watching us, and some of them were laughing, I want you to know. <laughs> it was horrible. That was a bad experience. They're not all that way. We had had one long time ago go before that that was great it was yeah. i do not understand maybe we should have clarified that we weren't paying for a beating loop that wasn't what we were into that day at all <laughs> <laughs> no but oh my god it, it wasn't till we got out you know and we were walking a little ways and then we turned around we both start laughing and said Did we just really experienced that <laughs> this is insane yeah and then yeah we paid for that we paid <laughs> to get beaten Yeah, Yeah. did not walk away with the feel good from that. No. But, you know, those things happen. And once again, you know, you can we could walk away and we could sit there and gripe and complain and feel not only have our body feel bad, but now our spirit feel bad. (laughs) But we took the high road, people. We took the high road. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was kind of dazed, you know, and confused by the thing that had just happened. (laughs) 
like, did that really just happen? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the thing, though. There are just those times that you just sit there and, like I said, either you let it bring you down or you actually look for the humor in it. You know, and you tell yourself, oh, well, I survived that. What next? You know, kind of uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to laugh every day. Yeah. We really do. And At- some days we do it better than others. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And most times Christy wants to laugh. I don't, like I said, I don't know what it is. It comes nighttime and she wants to talk. Well, that's your fault, though, and you'll make me laugh. And then we start laughing together and it doesn't stop. For some reason, that is the time that we do most of our belly laughs. Yeah. is <laughs> Maybe it's because we're tired and everything sounds funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You know, could be a little bit of that. I'm not sure. But it's still one of those things. And and I think that making sure we, we find time for that. It's really important. One of the things is, is I don't. I don't know if people really, there's a science behind it too, because, you know, it really does secrete the dopamine, which is our feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think there's even more to it than that, because I think it really does have that healing power. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, you know, like I, I know there's a lot of articles out there that say about its impact on blood pressure, things like that. Yeah. And and once again, if it has the ability to change in your things just like breath does. I don't know. Sometimes people have a hard time breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they don't realize they're not. A lot of times, you you know, when you get tensed up and things like that, you don't even realize you're holding your breath. Yeah. And then you tell somebody to breathe and they're all confused. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean in through my nose and out? And then they're all confused. And then it causes actually um, an anxiety in them. (laughs) Exactly. But make them laugh and it's the same effect. Yeah. Well, I think that anytime that you can like I say, not take yourself so seriously and identify those things that you can, you know, just laugh it off and know that it's it's not such a big deal as a lot of times we make things to be. And I agree. I think we we do that often. I think we, I don't know if it's because we see so much negativity that we forget that the thing I feel to counter negativity or to do those things is our laughter. Mm-hmm. Is it's that healing piece of it, you know, because when we are laughing, we are in a different place. You know, it really changes that energy flow mm-hmm. and you can feel it. And I thought that was so interesting because, like I said, your mood was a little weird. And then I, we said that and then you started laughing and then it was like, oh, good to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes if you don't know what it is, what's going on. So what if you can't pinpoint it? You know, when you can move to the next thing and you can move out of that space, that's the important thing. Oh, I agree. And I think that sometimes we're taught or we feel like we're, we almost punish ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell, I'll, every client I always tell them, every single person deserves to be happy and to be loved. And that's a hard thing for them to swallow. Mm-hmm. Not just to be loved, but to be happy. You deserve to laugh. You deserve these things. Yeah. And there are some of my clients who I love when they laugh because when I first started with them, I didn't, you know, it was kind of different to to gauge and all of that. And but like I said, anytime we're able to laugh even a little bit in a therapy session, that is a healing power to me. It really is. And over time, other people can see it on you. I think it's it's always been interesting for me from the time that you started your private practice that when I see someone come in for the first time, 
a lot of times they would come in, they fill out their paperwork. There wasn't a lot of interaction with me, but I could feel the the tenseness, maybe the anxiety or something that they were experiencing, probably the reason that they were there. But it's so interesting over time how I could see them morph and change and have a different feel when they would walk in that door. I could tell that you guys obviously were doing something to make some progress to alleviate some of that anxiety that they were having when they first came in because it ama- it would always amaze me that I would see those differences with them. I could see them actually kind of lighten up and it was really cool to see that. Yeah, and I think that's a good term for it. You, they feel lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, they start talking with you. Yeah. You start having engagements mm-hmm. with those clients. And even those that, you know, maybe not being conversationists, I could feel, though, that difference in their presence. So, you know, understanding that the work that you do on yourself to overcome some of those things and get into that place where that you can have those moments where you're just laughing, how that it impacts your overall being and and the people you come in contact with. Well, I think it becomes very visible to others. And I always tell people what's always been fascinating to me is I always tell them when when in therapy, I always say other people are going to notice your change before you do. And they're there like, how would they notice? Because it's, because when we're living it and we're changing it and we're doing it, we don't understand it. We don't feel it because we're the ones doing the work and the progress or whatever. But oftentimes somebody they love will say, oh, my God, I, you, you're laughing more. Yeah. Or you're talking more or you're getting out more or whatever that is. But a lot of that is, is teaching people too. it's okay to laugh at things. Yeah. It's okay. And sometimes even in session, I will just, well, my clients just don't know what I'm going to say because half the time I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> so it's always, it's always fun and exciting. But we will laugh. Yeah. And to me, you know, I always tell my clients, even if they're coming in and, and, and there's a lot of negativity or whatever, that we find that place, that space in there. And even if they laugh once or we take it to a, a lighter level or whatever, they will tell me, I feel better now that, you know, I feel way better than when I came in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't think they even realize it's because we had that one little chuckle. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a lot. And I think that's the thing. It doesn't have to be a lot. When, if it's a funny movie or if it's those people you're around who you just laugh and laugh with. Or those people who draw that out of you that you feel comfortable being funny around or or more yourself, then do that. Yeah. It's an amazing exchange of energy. Mm-hmm. That's why you say it's really important to give focus to those relationships that help you to get to that place. Paying attention because we don't have the same humor with everybody. Right. We kind of shift according to the relationship. So it's always nice when you get to get back with those people. And not that the other relationships aren't great either. Mm -hmm. That's not what that means. Right. But sometimes certain people will draw that humor out of you. Mm -hmm. And you have different comfort levels with different people, which makes sense. Absolutely. And like I said, I think that's what's really cool is that we have all of these relationships and each one means something to us in different ways. Mm Mm-hmm. But those where you can be funny and make others laugh 
or those that make you laugh. I mean, those relationships are just invaluable to me. Yeah. And I think that's what people have to do. They have to realize the importance of laughter in their lives. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of people are, you know, faith-based about a lot of, of things. It even talks about it scripturally about being laughter being medicine to the soul. There's a know? time to laugh. Yeah. It's interesting if you even look at it at that level. And people don't realize that, I think, a lot of the time. They miss that. So I guess that overall we're just saying we don't have to take life so seriously. Yeah. There's always time to laugh. And sometimes even in our darkest moments, there's time to laugh. Because mm -hmm. when we have those memories of something that made us laugh at those people, then we will laugh again, and it is okay. Unless, of course, the priest catches you, <laughs> in which case you get in trouble. So we don't want to do that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we hope that you guys enjoyed this, and we hope that you guys go out, laugh every day, yes. make a point. Laugh every day, man. We hope that you have heard something that you enjoy here today. And if you did, follow us on twogirlsinapod.com or you can go to Spotify, wherever you get your podcast and follow us. We would love it if you would follow us. And also, if you are liking what you're um, hearing, please leave a reaction, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, or you have certain questions or topics that you're interested in, you'd like for us to cover. We're also on Facebook, Two Girls in a Pod, Life's Journey, and everything in between. Instagram. Instagram, Two Girls in a Pod, Life's Journey. And, you know, I don't know if it's like Ubers where you get five-star ratings. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the gift stars, whatever, thumbs up, whatever it is, we'd greatly appreciate it from y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you don't know that thing about the Uber and the five star, you got to watch Stuber because I am telling you, it'll explain the whole entire thing. Right. So go out and laugh, 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 laugh. And we will be back next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.